It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast 162. Drew, Mo. Yo. Luke Calrich. Bringing the bull. The Danny. What up? <laughs> He's back. Back. I was here last week. I was back. I was here last week. No, you weren't. Wasn't? What? Oh, no. No, I was in Texas last week. God damn it. <laughs> that's, how much, that's how much I remember last week. Last week was a blur to me. You only thought you were here because so it's the first episode you actually listened to. Yeah, no, I'm like, like, what are you talking about? I was talking to you guys the whole time. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> so wait, what was it like to actually Daniel. listen to an episode? Well, I, you know, listen, Drew, Drew participates a lot more when I'm not around. So I think, I, I this is not the first time I've said this either. Uh, so that may be why he wants me off the show. And then, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to repeat Mo's sentiments from last week is cow, dude, you're the, you're the goat when it comes to uh, hosting a podcast there. You come up yeah. with like these extra little questions that are one hilarious, but then I didn't even think about it. Good. I mean, you were impressing Matt, right? And he didn't tell you to suck his dick this time. <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> that was the after show. <laughs> Video and everything. Moving on up. Uh, note that Danny did not have anything to say about the, the "Who Would You Fight" topic. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, to be real, I agree with all three of you. So. <laughs> 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 I listen. I fight myself all the time, so I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get out of my own way most days. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I've only been in, you know, a few fights and, uh, I just never really had a need for it. I don't know. I just, I'm not hot headed like that, but I have done like, I mean, I've, I've done boxing and kickboxing, um, boxing, especially. So I can protect myself, but I'm not going after a guy the size of a barn like Drew. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like a smart choice, does it? Period. Yeah, and you, if you have some training, you know what's funny is like Kevin Hart has a whole kind of bit about that. It's like, hey, if you don't know me, you can't, you know, you can't say something because you don't know who I am. You don't know what I'm capable of. Yeah, and I, I think Cal falls into that. I would love to well, see somebody I, fall, fuck with Cal. I, dude, <laughs> the people, the people that actually train martial arts or boxing or whatever are the least likely to actually fight because their perspective and the way they see things is their assumption is that everybody knows what they know, right? right? That's their world. So they're less likely to pick a fight with somebody because, man, I don't know what that dude knows. Right. Right. Whereas your tough guy, you know, your run of the mill tough guy that doesn't train or do anything. Yeah. He's always willing to throw down because, you're Why not? your beast your beast mode guy. Right, yeah, yeah. Like your affliction t shirt dude. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a level of intelligence there too though. Like 
everything can be going right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah with, well, not not on that guy. No, the other oh, way. I'm saying. Okay. Where, yeah, no. Uh, where anybody who knows anything about how it actually works is, has some healthy fear of it, right? Things can go right. wrong in a way that you would never anticipate mm-hmm. that will change the course of your life. Yeah, very true. And it's not yeah. worth it. No. Like, okay. you know, dude's friend rolls up on you, sneaks up behind you with a chair or something, right? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not WWE, you know? It's not like you just bounce back. <laughs> well, I, Drew might. I, I don't even want yeah, to get hit well, with a chair. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Might be out a while. Well, you know the thing is, I, I, there's the other side of of the fight too, right? It's like someone that's trained. Not only can they fight, but chances are they could take a hit. Correct. Right? Like yeah. I think we've talked about that with like fighting Tyson or or fighting yeah. the worst professional boxer. Uh, like that guy. Maybe he's not the best fighter, but he can take a hit better. You can. Chances are, right? Sure. And. and uh, uh, you know, there's, I don't know, we talked about that. I've talked about that before, but. No, you're right. Of, I mean, kind of the same thing. Dude, think about it. If if you're like a guy, let's just say you do Muay Thai, for example, mm-hmm. your shin is a weapon. Right. Okay, not only is it lethal to hit somebody with, but also if somebody like off the street tries to hit you in your shin or your leg, or, you know, whatever, your forearm, you're fucking done. It, it, it's not going to do anything to them. Yeah. You know? Because they've built up that resistance. Yeah. So, yeah, you're definitely right on that. And the other thing, too, if you've never really been into a fight, if you've ever punched something solid or someone really hard and your wrist isn't... Per- I mean, you could break your hand, right? Like, right. Like, yeah. And there's a lot to it. But anyway. There's way, a lot more that can go wrong than right. And they, yeah, usually go wrong. Which, yeah. is why, which is why people get people get paid a lot of money to do it the right way. <laughs> but that said, again, I agree with all three of you. I would have fought me too. <laughs> but 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 Mo was completely right. It's it's gonna be fucking dirty. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh dude, um, I'll bite your testicles if I need to. Back charge for that? <laughs> Wait, so hold on. Yeah, is this like a pleasure thing? Dang. Well, yeah, come find out. That's free. <laughs> it sounds like I would. <laughs> uh, is that a freebie when you buy a box of Voyage? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a little, it's a limited edition, and so it'll be very expensive, but sure, you yeah. know. Yeah, well, we were, listen, man, we, we could probably go down this topic. I mean, we spent no. about 40 minutes talking uh, about the Ooh, yeah. world of uh, anal excavation with Mr. Booth last week. So I, I was I, surprised. I, I was surprised we didn't get any more feedback on that. Well, actually, no, I'm not. But <laughs> well, I'm not. Tired. Yeah. <laughs> I talked to somebody today that told me they were halfway through that last week's show i'm like oh so you're just about finished with the ass eating yeah. and there's they start laughing like yeah oh it's almost done <laughs> i'm like oh my god <laughs> i'm like that's what happens when i'm not around to yeah roll my eyes hard enough for these guys to stop talking about. that was that was some good shit we had to respect the wishes of our guests <laughs> in the way that he wanted to take the podcast <laughs> he'll take it anyway he gets it you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> Oof. That's right. <laughs> I will say there wasn't a lot of other than the fighting thing. I thought there should have been more talking about me, but you know it's fine. Well, you didn't make the calendar. Oh yeah. Well, somebody kind of hinted at that that, and then it, the, the subject changed. Like, nah, I just feel good. I do. I hurt my feelings. But anyway. I bet that calendar comes back. What's in your mouth, by the way? Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of Matt Booth's dick, uh, <laughs> this is a uh, pay, a payback Connecticut. Uh-huh. Mm. How is it? Uh, it's really good. Um, and I think it's perfect to end my night with. I've been smoking all day. What's funny about it is I've actually kept, so this is kind of my testing. I've kept a bundle of it outside for the last couple of days. Uh, Florida's been running just over 60% humidity, like 63%. So I'm like, here's a cool test. So I, I'm leaving the cigars out all day, and I'm I'm just reaching into the bundle as I smoke. And uh, they are smoking exceptionally fine. So it goes back to my my preference of lower humidity in cigars for me. I'm going a little drier. So. Yeah. 63% looks to be good for these. It's working in it. They don't get eaten by alligators? I, okay, I guess that maybe you don't understand how alligators work in Florida. I mean, like, we, we have them everywhere, but it, it's not just raining alligators. So <laughs> I've only I've only seen one in the last five months that I've been here. So. <laughs> that's, that's one too uh, many. You know what I'm about to do after this podcast? Take a shit again? Shuffle. Snow. No. Oh, word? No. Yeah. No. So the reason I was late, and I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, but I went to the grocery store, and, you know, we have a snowstorm coming. So my parents are like, hey, can you go grab us some stuff? So I go to the grocery store, get the stuff, come back. They had put somebody else's, uh, a bag of groceries from somebody else with my stuff. So then I had to drive back and be like, obviously I didn't pay for it, it's not mine. So took it back, was like, hey, you guys gave this to me by accident, whatever. Unfortunately, the person was gone. But anyway, that pushed me back about 20 minutes. So that's why I was late. I apologize. There wasn't a bowel movement this time. <laughs> this time. <laughs> You're holding it in. Mm-hmm. Well, I get pushed out once I start shoveling. This is getting nasty. But you know, nobody listening knew you were late, so you didn't have to. That's true. No. Well, Just, yeah, that's they know true. now. <laughs> yeah, but you guys been giving me shit about it, so. <laughs> okay. That's true. All right, so Patina made a list. It did. Another list. Yeah. By the way, here goes Cow doing that good. Uh, yeah, he's really good. Hosting thing. Good job. Yeah, man, congratulations, dude. That's Thank you. That's dope. Yeah, it was cool, man. Yeah, Catman, uh, probably, you know, there are, there are a few lists. Look, you have your mainstream list, and you have, like, your boutique list, like, reader list, you know, whether it's Half yeah. Wheel or Dojo or uh, we, we're going to have to rename the Half Wheel list not going to get into that but that may that may need a name change um (laughs) honor of uh but uh catman's definitely on that list too he's got a a pretty pretty broad base of of readers so 
that was really cool to show up on that list in that way. That was awesome. Well, what way did you show up on it? We actually won it, man. Number one. Number Can you remind one. me how many how many points they give your cigar? It was a hundred. Oh, that's right. That was the hundred. I forgot about. That. Yeah. Hey, look, I we talked so we got some feedback both Cal and I uh, from from one of our listeners who said that he wished that we talked more about kind of like being on this side of it, right? The brand, the journey, the adventure, you know, what, what do you, what would you have different? What's going well? Right. All that shit. So we could talk a little, I I think that's great. So we could talk about that a little bit. And obviously, you know, Danny going through it this time is different than his first time. Uh, He's adding another layer of complexity to his journey, right? With the, with, you know, the distribution center and all of that. We could talk about that, right? Right. Yeah, um, it's, it's too so, late. Uh, we can yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't stop now, motherfucker. Uh, but you know these things. Look, I, so I was on Down to the Nub, which is uh, a funny podcast or uh, you know YouTube podcasting with um, Brandon Wells, who also represents the brand out in Arizona, um, and his buddy Tim. And we were talking about how it's awesome to get a good review it's phenomenal to get recognition like that on a list um and yeah man obviously we go through a lot especially as a small brand you're constantly getting rejected you're there people give you every reason not to carry your cigar okay it takes effort sometimes it feels like retailers love nothing more than to tell you how it doesn't sell Okay, even though they highlight the rest of their humidor and never seem to push your stuff, but that's okay. It's not their fault. It's yours somehow. Um, And so you're up against all of this stuff, right? And so it's awesome when you get recognized like that um, from within the industry. And also, it's it's really good because, dude, just last week I also had a guy say about that same cigar that it smelled like burning cigarettes, okay? So with there will always be stuff that will come like as discouraging as make you want to sometimes just be like, fuck this, why am I doing this? And you just got to push through it. And it's stuff like, you know, being on that list, being number one or being on the dojo list or developing pallets. We made the developing pallets top 25. Those things, they help push you through, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I could see, of course, you know, I, um, I think you, you know, what's funny is that you're genuinely happy about it because it isn't something you sort of paid for, right? Like you didn't send them a ton of sample uh, samples and you know, shirts and hats and shit for, for the love. Right. I mean, you got this kind of genuinely. Right. So no, actually it was Tyler. Oh, so you, well, either way, you know, yeah, no, he bought the cigars from Tyler. So Tyler had told him, dude, you got to try this cigar. And he ended up buying some from T-Bone, you know, Lake country. And that's how he even found out about it. So I still, no, man. No, congratulations, man. Thank you. 
Drew, are there are there cigar of the year lists or any of those that you actually look at, pay attention to, care about, like in any way? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I haven't not looked even, at any this year. Surprisingly, you haven't even looked at them. No, I really know zero of the lists. Now I say that I know what the number one cigar of Cigar Aficionado was only because I was in the shop this past weekend and I smoked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you think? Yeah, how Give was the review? Well, it's EPC, it. man. It's good. You know, I like that stuff. Yeah. I was I was bound to enjoy that it. one. Um, did you compare it to anything? Did it remind you of anything? I haven't had any other stuff in a while, but, uh, I mean, it was good. It was a good cigar. I actually, so, to be fair, I didn't have the cigar of the year. I, I had it in, the like, a Toro size, so a little bit bigger size. So... Um, but it was good. Um, buddy was there with me. He smoked one too. Mm-hmm. Thought it was pretty damn good. He's a, he's kind of a newbie smoker, but he enjoyed it. Uh, was it best, best cigar? I mean, it was good. I, 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 there was probably better stuff this year. I don't, I don't, all these lists are, I don't know. We've talked about it before. They're, yeah. I don't know. It's they're 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 too. Uh, I don't know. I didn't smoke enough stuff that came out this year, so I think that's one of the interesting things about the lists, though, too, is that you're you're limited by what you choose to smoke, yeah. to even put on the list, because nobody can smoke everything new. It's just not happening. Nobody can yeah. smoke everything that's out there. It's there's no no chance, right. I think the Patina so what, Maduro what people choose to smoke is interesting. that came out this year was better than that EPC. But the EPC was good. I don't, So I was talking about this a little bit yesterday, and I want your guys' thoughts too. When you're talking from a business perspective, okay, forget the art, the art behind it, coming up with a blend, being proud of a blend, being proud of the work that you put into a blend, and you just take you take take all that out of it, and you're talking about what list will affect my business the most, and that's cigar aficionado. Yeah. Right. You get number one on yes. that list. You're make you're you're going to sell cigars. It's that simple. Uh, of the list that move products mm-hmm. move pro- that moves product it's the only one that matters correct it it just is and then the thing is i think we i think we didn't talk about this on the podcast right or was it just some text about how i feel that the way they distribute their rankings make anything outside of the top 10 irrelevant or even out of the top five irrelevant we touched a little bit on that yeah and i and i think you're i think you're absolutely right and when we Same say more, move, when, when we say move cigars, okay, yeah. we don't just mean like uh, a list. Another list is going to move cigars to the consumer, but if you're talking move cigars to the retailer in mass, it's only cigar aficionado. Yeah, money money to the manufacturer, not necessarily to the retail store. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Uh, yeah, 
you're right, that, that CA is is it regardless of what anybody thinks of it or care about it or not. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, right? It's like not being ready for number one or two or three could hurt you more than help you. Yeah. So what, what do you think about, so, so there's one, one list that really moves product from what I'm hearing, right? There's other lists that probably, people buy stuff because they see it on there, but it's not the same level. Fair enough. Uh, again, again, you're going to move cigars to the consumer on those, from those other lists, right. but lists that actually have retailers calling you to place orders. There's only one. Yeah. And that's totally fair. Yeah. Um, so where I'm going with this is, uh, so half wheel released their consensus list today. Mm-hmm. which is already, a, they use a pared down list of, of top 25 and top 10 lists okay. uh, to determine of all the lists that they can see, what what's the order if you combine all those lists, okay? And the interesting thing about that is they don't allow, you know, if you're connected with tobacco retail, tobacco manufacturing, any of that stuff, your list is out, right? So you don't count. Okay. Um, you have to have you know some reviews up, all that other good stuff, right? You can't just throw out a list and call it done. And sure. with their sort of pared down list of, of ones they know about, they had 40 lists that combined. Mm-hmm. And so you can assume there's probably at least double that, right? Like right. a group where the users vote on, on the cigars. Sure. It doesn't count for the, the consensus, but it is a list. Okay. So there has to be like 80 or 100 lists, right? Sure. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Or is that the wrong way to think about it? It depends. I know that sounds like a cop-out answer, but... Depends what you say next. Well, do I think it is too easy for people to just start reviewing cigars and throwing thoughts out there without, I mean, again, yeah, I look when, when somebody gives, uh, like a patina, a bad review, or if they give, not that it will happen, but if somebody gave the, the voyage that comes out a bad review, whether you have a following base of a hundred or a thousand people to that smaller brand, it's going to have an impact, right? At least to some sort of segment of your readership or viewership. Now, if you're general Altatus and some dude with a thousand views gives your cigar a bad review, nobody cares. Okay. <laughs> They're not, it's not going to make a difference. So I think it's great that, if you're high on these lists, it's awesome because, dude, that's just more exposure, more exposure, more exposure. If you're not, um, you know, then it kind of becomes like, man, well, anybody could just start reviewing cigars and say whatever the fuck they want about it. And even if they know nothing. Right. So I don't know, man. There, there's good and bad to it, I guess. Well, you know, I've seen because, you know, that they'll, they'll publish the the list right of like who who's on the consensus list right so i mean obviously that's what we're talking about so somebody doesn't know how we know what's on the consensus list is because you can download it and and see it 
It's a big Excel uh, sheet. Yeah. Um, the, I have I, I haven't seen it this year because I've been busy, but I have seen in the past some review some reviews that are like I'm sorry, reviewers that I think like why the fuck is this person on the list? And I and I I'm gonna be honest, I have someone in mind in particular that I'm thinking about, and I'm like I know this person, I've smoked with this person, I've talked to this person, I've seen their reviews, I've watched their videos. How the fuck did they get on this list? And it almost <laughs> becomes with the reviewers, like, hey, we we want to get on, we want to be on the consensus. So it's like, you know, and then they think they've made it, <laughs> which is unfortunately the the even more annoying part on that end. It's like, I don't know, it's almost like they start reviewing kind of the same things so that maybe they can get, you know, be considered on the consensus. You know, it's Ooh, interesting. I fucking hate the whole thing. It's really simple to get on that list. You have to have some some outlet of some kind where you do some kind of reviews. They don't even have to be good. And you have to make a list. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if your goal is to get on that list, I guarantee you, you can do it with very, very little effort. Like as a reviewer, yeah. I don't mean as a manufacturer. Right. Getting on there as a manufacturer is probably really hard. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't even know if you could do that. But yeah, no, I don't, I don't feel like saying my my reviews are counted in the consensus is some kind of badge of honor. Not to us, but <laughs> <laughs> some of those people I saw on that list, I'm like, this is probably his, this is his highlight right now. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, this year, like, I, I used to be super anti-list. This year has changed my mind a little bit. Um, one of the things I've seen that I really actually appreciate a lot more, more and more every year is, so there's these like different cigar groups, right? And And they all have some engagement, some interaction. People get together, they hang out, they talk about cigars. That's what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of those have made their own lists. Mm-hmm. And I think those are pretty cool, right? When you sure. vote on this is what our group really likes, because then mm-hmm. you can look at those lists and you can say, all right, that's a group of people that I, I might have similar tastes to, or mm-hmm. they like the same stuff I do. I should talk more to those guys. Right. Uh, I think that can be a useful, cool thing, and it builds your community up. So I think those are really cool. Some of the YouTube guys, I could care less. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I've come around a little bit. Yeah. I mean, overall, man, the more people that are interested in the industry and interested in cigars and, and all of that, I I think that's good for everybody in the long run. Right. Um, I guess don't, you know, we've talked about this. If people are using cigars just to build their own personal brand, to get followers to whatever, um, look, there's nothing wrong with that, but don't think that, we don't know that <laughs> or we don't see it right or understand what you're doing um, yeah. so yeah yep. <sighs> fair enough uh we have a question from last week that's sort of a holdover uh, we have a couple of them actually sweet uh, that we just didn't get to with with our friend boofy um nc6789 have you ever smoked with a celebrity I don't think I have, so I'm going to let you guys talk. Yes. 
Yeah. I think he was uh, looking for more than yes. Yeah, uh, Chachi, Scott Bow. I've told that story before. Um, I don't know. There's, there, I know there's more, man, but I just can't think of off top of my head. Yeah, he's one of them. Who? Charles in Charge, bro. Chachi from Happy Days. Oh, Chachi. Days. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, celebrity. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I I mean, R. Kelly. I mean, he was. I didn't sit. I didn't sit down with him, but he was in the shop while I was working, having a cigar, literally ten feet away from me. Was that in Arizona? R. Kelly, no. Oh, I remember Chicago. Went to Were you uh, in peeing range? <laughs> uh, depend, uh, I I don't know. Just outside Maybe. of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, Rick Ross came by the trade show booth a couple years ago. Oh, here we go. Uh, what was he doing at the trade show? Ricky Rose. Dude, he, I don't know, but he was talking about, yeah, we're doing big things in the cigar industry, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, you're not doing anything in the cigar industry. Unless, you know, unless he was going to open some type of shop or something, something crazy, like a camp, you know, something Cam Newton would do, but he, apparently he was there. He was there with a big ass group of people too. It scared the shit out of me when they came to the booth, to be honest. Well, uh, that's Cam Newton opened up a cigar lounge in Atlanta. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was funny because there there was a shop that he hangs out at when he's in North Carolina when he's playing for the Panthers called Tailored Smoke. Mm, yeah. And the day that I had my tasting, we had just missed him by about twenty or thirty minutes. He was doing a photo shoot at Tailored Smoke. Oh, that would I just <laughs> missed him. But yeah, he's actually I think a legit cigar dude. Oh no, yeah for sure. And, I mean that. That bar, it's you know, it's more bar than cigar in Atlanta, but it's it's beautiful, mm-hmm. it's high end. Yeah, uh, I don't know. If Ken, does Ken Hamlin count? He's played in the NFL, mm-hmm. and, but now he's got a, he's got his own cigar line now. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and I mean, that, he's a cool dude. He has some really, really cool stories and knows a lot of you know. But to actually sit down and smoke with him, no. I, I sat down and smoked with Mo, though. Um, Word. Dave West. We got to get that guy on. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well. Yeah. Uh, Him and Mo. That's about it. Well, speaking of Tulsa, my John Stark story. Yeah. I guess so technically, I don't know if I was smoking. I wasn't necessarily smoking with him, but me smoking in the same vicinity as him led to a... You were you were sm- smoking him? <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, and then... Uh, yeah. Uh, good yeah. stuff. And I guess it depends what you what you would consider a celebrity, right? So, like, if you're talking cigar industry celebrities uh yeah i mean like sure (laughs) smoked with you know skip martin and dion and pete johnson and uh danny vasquez and mike rosales and matt booth and you know akil from regis and you know yeah so i mean if you look at it that way 
Sure. I just want to point out that only one of those people has a the in front of their name. Hmm. Factually correct. Yes, that's that Factually right. correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should do that. Like, for real, who's cigar celebrity level? Right, JD. Mm-hmm. Carlito. Carlito. Yeah. yeah. Now, you know, Jorge Padron. No, yeah. I, I, I'd put Pete on there. Um, yeah, he is. For sure. Mm-hmm. Matt is definitely on there. You know, mm-hmm. he's just. And I guess what for me what considers it is like, you know, somebody that I want to get to know. Like, well, I want to know more, not just because you own a cigar company, right? So, and, and people that have time and stories and have actually been to factories. <laughs> so, right. Um, yeah, I think. Uh... You you would probably have to put Steve Sock on that list, Nick yeah. Melillo. You know, if you're talking guys that like bring people to the shop, like people mm-hmm. will drop what they're doing or yeah. plan around or it. Yeah, or pay for or prepay for the event. Yeah, yeah buy absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Rocky yeah. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Nish and Nimish. I mean, all yeah. those guys are good people out there. Fucking, uh, I think Abe from Smoke In is like on the retailer side. I mean, he's he's mm-hmm. kind of doing a lot, but he's another guy. Jeff Borshowitz, I think. I mean, regardless of what you think of him, I mean, everybody kind of knows him. I think uh, even Dave Garofalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, I mean, fuck, he's wrote a book about retail, right? So, um, yeah. I met Carl Malone. We didn't smoke together, but he's technically in the cigar industry. I met him at the trade show. So now, if you were at, if you were still making your cigars a La Aurora, you probably would have a, you probably have more of a relationship with him, maybe. But then again, no, Steve Sockett has not. his cigars made at Noxa, and I talked to the guy one time my entire life. <laughs> so <laughs> that was <laughs> me getting well, brushed off. Well, how many times has Steve Saka? <laughs> how many times has Steve Saka? How many times has Steve Saka been to the factory versus Carmelo in the factory? Uh, I I don't know the answer to that. I'm assuming Steve well, Saka has probably been in the factory a lot more. Tremendous yeah. difference. Yeah. 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 So I mean, one's a cigar celebrity, one's just a celebrity. Right. That's that's in the cigar industry. Mm-hmm. It's legit. Hmm. You know who's getting there is uh, Sean Williams. Mm-hmm. I think he, he's he's getting to that level. I think Jack Tarano. I'd put Jack Tarano there. Uh, you know, he's he's with a boutique brand. You know, one of the bigger boutique brands. But you know, he's he's uh, Jack Tarano is a guy that can get people out there and have a, has a lot of people that really like him and follow him. He's just a good guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his his family's been in it for you know he's been in it forever. His family's been oh, in yeah. it. there's a bit of a legacy there. You know. It's cool. I guess you can. I mean, in that, I mean, look, you look at uh, Eric Espinoza, what they do. You know, mm-hmm. uh, um, you could even say uh, that Juan can- Cancel. I mean, people get out and they go to their events, man. Like yeah. they got a whole crew, right? Yeah. At some point, yeah. we get from from cult following and cigar celebrity, though, right? There's a difference between those two things. Right. There's a cigar personality and a sure. cigar celebrity. You know, I'd, I'd put, like, uh, 
like Cigar Vixen on the cigar celebrity side. She brings right, people in, yeah. She, yeah, you know what I mean? But, but she, here's the She's thing, got a calendar talk, that sells. That's that's more than most it, anybody it, in the cigar industry. She probably sells more calendars than I sell cigars. Oh, yeah, he's a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying much, but I mean, still impressive, <laughs> nonetheless. Oh man, it's so funny. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love the uh, I love the pictures. Uh, you know, the selfies with the cigars, and then you know the uh, the fucking Socrates philosophical thought in the uh, in their Instagram post. I don't even think I follow her, to be completely honest. No, I'm not talking about her. I don't, I don't follow oh, her, oh, either, oh. but some of this other shit that you see. Oh, okay. Uh, you don't like the same five quotes that everybody uses about cigars? Uh, it's the best. Try <laughs> something else. Yeah, I'm going to post a picture and say, live life. Live, laugh, love. Yeah. <laughs> post a half-naked picture of myself and then give some sort of like biblical or uh, philosophical quote on life. Okay. <laughs> Or like some Churchill um, quote, or you know the same yeah. like same ones. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I have a brilliant free idea for you guys, and then we're going to go to a different topic. Um, Get it? If it's free, it's not brilliant. Go ahead. It's, it's, you know, it's, this is a million dollar idea. Uh, so you know Laffy Taffy, right? Mm-hmm. It's got the little jokes in it. Oh yeah. All right. So you know what's really big right now is dad jokes. Is and it you know really big? <laughs> dad, dad jokes are huge, dude. It's mm-hmm. a big industry. That's it. Well, I don't know about an industry, but they're big. Uh, if you made a cigar that had dad jokes inside of it, like you open it up and it's in the band, right? In the inside of the band, right? There's a dad joke. Million dollar mm-hmm. idea. You're yeah. welcome. The fortune cookie cigar. No, but with it's dad a fortune joke. cookie, it's yeah, it's it's highbrow and intelligent. No, he's right. I think if you invested a, a million dollars into that idea, you could eventually sell a couple. Right. A couple. Yeah, it is a million dollar idea. <laughs> okay. In, in all fairness, look at people love when the, when the the date that the cigar was rolled is on the back of a band. I I like where Kyle's going with this. I think it's great. Now, yeah. how how long until the novelty wears off? I guess that's the well. It's a lot of jokes. You run out of jokes. Yeah, Kyle, you'd have to be the uh, con- you know chief content for produ- you know uh, officer. Well, you know what? To be real, you really like if you had a box of twenty, you really only need twenty jokes for a little while. So mm-hmm. you could, you know, and then six months later, do twenty different ones, or maybe just ten different ones. Right. That... Speaking of stuff on the inside of the bands, you know, what? you ever seen people post the picture of AJ Fernandez's signature on the back of his band? Yeah. And and think it's a, a real signature. It is like, like, oh man, I must have got lucky. You know, like they thought they they found the golden ticket inside their yeah. And the signature is like, not real. No, they're printed. Oh, dude, you know AJ Fernandez. First of all, if it was a real hand signature, you know AJ Fernandez is not sitting Danny. and signing. What? I'm joking. I don't know, bro. You're in Chicago. You're not really. Um, Not really part of the, yeah, it's only the third biggest city in this country, but yeah, I know. I'm out of the loop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically is what we're trying to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you going to start, are you going to do that with your bands, bro? Are you going to sign the inside? 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot less bands than he has. <laughs> For now. When are we going to see, when's the artwork coming out? When are we going to get our first taste of the new Voyage? Uh, uh, Just stop. I'm assuming it's uh, going to be different. Uh, Big assumption. Uh, you, yeah, no, you're wrong. Uh, no, I, I look, I, I, I kind of spitballed that around with friends and other people that I'm in the industry, and they're like, you know, I, I'm, so I'm keeping it. Um, the uh, boxes are made of different companies, so they're going to look a little different. Uh, okay. And and I've added like little slots on the thing to hold up the the yeah, slides out, right. like. Uh, but the artwork's going to be the same. Uh, I, I need to stop you right there because you just inadvertently insulted. Cow, Drew, and I. Why? Because first of all, I was going to let that you, go. No, we're not. You <laughs> no, haven't we're not. mentioned that. You haven't mentioned that at all to us. So when you say that you've talked to friends and people in the industry, that means that we're neither your friends. And <laughs> well, it doesn't mean that. I, that's how I'm taking it. It doesn't mean he talked to everybody he's friends with. Did you talk to everybody you're friends with, Annie? He probably fucking talked to the janitors at uh, the warehouse that he's uh <laughs> Hey, what do you guys think of this? They've probably seen more than I have, to be fair. <laughs> he probably, the guy, you know, the guy working at the gas station, hey, bro, I'm thinking about doing this with my branding. What do you think? But Mo, Cow, and Drew? Nah, I ain't going to bring it up to them. Well, I told Cow about it. Cow and I have been talking about it for like two months, but... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder Kyle's sticking up for you. Uh, Wait, have we? Shit. Yeah. We've been talking about it for two months. <laughs> no. No. Uh, no, man, I, I loved it. So I just made a couple of adjustments here and there. So no, I I wanted to keep it kind of all the same. Now, yeah, I mean, makes sense. Yeah. Plus, I'm more concerned about the next brand that's coming out. So we're you know working on that shit. You got any more to say about, about that? No, because it's, I mean, we're still kind of in development of, of everything, of, you know, blend and every, everything, everything. It's just something that's kind of on paper right now, but that'll be the next big thing that I'll, I'll working on as soon as there's more hours in the day. Oh, so, okay. So the voyage will be just a line within Barracoa then? That is correct. Okay. And then you'll Thanks have other paying lines. paying attention. Yeah, so you know, I want to do. The, I want to do. There's a voyage. Uh, I'm working currently right now on a voyage with a different rapper, and then okay. nice. another brand after that. Yeah. Okay. Which rapper are you working with? Eminem. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, there's some Drake in there. Drake. In there. <laughs> some Rick Ross. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky Rose. <laughs> Uh, so when can people expect those cigars, Danny? Pump, pump it up a little so, bit. Uh, well, yeah, Voyage looks like it'll be end of February. Uh, thank you, Box Company, uh, for that. Um, so, yeah, you know, I should, we should start shipping end of February for the first Voyage, for the Corojo version of Voyage that I'm super excited about. I'm so busy, like I don't even have time to be excited about it. But I, once I know, like, hey, they're coming, I'm going to be. Uh, I mean, you guys, you know, like, I'm going to be jumping out of my skin. We'll know just like the last thing we knew. What's that? 
we'll know just like the last thing we knew, or uh, we'll actually know. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah, gonna be the last right. to know and the first to care. Uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> Danny's like they're gonna buy it no matter what, so whatever. <laughs> and he's not wrong. <sighs> Are we married, Danny? Because. I feel like because we, we don't communicate. We yeah. Don't communicate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, you want to talk about eating ass? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> so, Danny, is there like a list of retailers or anything? So, like, or if if somebody wants their local retailer to carry it, are you still signing people up? How's that all working? Um. So the, there is there is a, a list of retailers. I have not published that list of retailers. Um, the the launch event will be at uh, Sons uh, Cigar Lounge in PA, which is owned by Matul, that owns you know like Dad Cigar Warehouse and Fable Cigars. And, uh, you know, Matul and I have become uh, really good friends. You know, in my Roma years, of course. Uh, so so. Um, him and his is. Did he know that you were keeping the same packaging? (laughs) 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 I'm fucking with you, man. Go ahead. That's good. Uh, So, so it'll be there. But yeah, no. As soon as, as soon as, um, as soon as I kind of get a little closer to that, I'll, I'll start promoting. I, I don't want what I don't want is people to i mean i kind of do want them to start annoying their home shop right but at the same time it's like i i also know what that could cause coming my way right so um uh, i I don't want to grow too fast uh so to answer to partly answer cow's question yeah i i i'm still taught uh, talking to some accounts and willing to open up others, but if I hadn't, if I don't open up another account for the next six to eight months, uh, I'll be, I'll be fine. I'll be perfect because, you know, as I'm kind of fumbling through, not fumbling through, but just kind of doing four things at one time, trying to build this business, I'm going to, I'm going to be spread very thin as far as bandwidth of, of being able to take care of all these guys, right? Until, until everyone is kind of going and I can service them appropriately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> my, Damn yeah. right. Uh, you know how I service people. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, 50 accounts was, was kind of my goal. Um, it looks like it'll be about 63 right now. Um, but, you know, if I did set, could I handle 75 accounts? Yeah. So, you know, if there's a if there's a store in a certain location or a certain store that I'd love to get in and they reached out, then you know, and and willing to put in a decent order, not just like two boxes because somebody brought it up to them, right? So, um, but you you don't want to build a bunch of bridges and then have some of them burn while you can't pay attention. Is that kind of where you're going? Well, yeah. I mean, look, man, it, it, and and Mo can attest to this, but it's I I need people that are one are going to be excited about it, two have the environment or have the the culture within their store to hand sell to point people mm-hmm. into a new direction 
maybe in their humidor that has, says, hey, here's the new shit right here. You know, we put a sign up or they put a sign up for it and and really understand like, hey, you can't just put a cigar on the shelf and, and it will sell itself, right? Like, I mean, and we've talked about this shit before. Uh, so, you know, there are some stores that are like, hey, this would be a great, a great store. I'm like, okay, let me explain to me why you think it's going to be a great store. And then I'll explain right. to you why I'm not ready. You know, and I put right. it on me. I'm not ready for that store because, right. you know, yeah, it's a massive humidor and they have all types of shit in there. And like, yeah, exactly. And my three, right. my three SKUs are going to get lost in that. So, uh, but if I have a store like, you know, Tyler up in uh, Lake Country or, or, you know, fucking Hogshead or Tobacology, these guys that work their humidor, they understand that their humidor is a living, breathing machine that pays their bills and they point people places. <clears throat> then yeah, I'm all about it. Yeah, but I gotta be smart, you know. It's legit smart. Yeah. Speaking of things that are smart, we got uh, a question that came in that I want to turn into a Judge Drew question. Yes. Do it. All right. It's from Chip and Lonsdale's, which is a pretty great name. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this, Drew. Uh, did you hear about the guy that spent three months living at O'Hare Airport? Because he was he was afraid to go home to California because of the COVID spread there. I actually heard, I kind of just knew that's about what you just said. I knew the that was the extent. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a month. I'm curious how you judge this individual, right? So he basically just lived in the airport. Uh, didn't really get caught living there for three whole months until they caught on, uh, and he he like begged food off people and all kinds of stuff. Uh, what airport was he in? O'Hare, Chicago. Chicago, boy, shame, shame hey. on Chicago for not noticing a dude living in your airport for three months. <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes me nervous to fly out of O'Hare now. <laughs> yeah. It's the third largest city in the country. Of course, they're gonna lose a, a, one guy at the airport. It is a and huge the airport. First motherfucking biggest airport. I think it is. It's so. not Atlanta. Atlanta is, but it's no, I think Chicago reclaimed it. Google. Go ahead. Find out. I'm too lazy. <laughs> no, we, that's what we got. I can't. I don't know how to spell Chicago. What? That shows you're from Chicago, honestly. Go ahead, Drew. Um, I I think that uh, props to him for being able to live in Chicago, let alone the airport for three months. <laughs> what time of year was this? They made a movie about this. No, this isn't the uh, Tom Hanks deal. No, I know. <laughs> he just got caught not long ago. Yeah, this was recent. The Tom Hanks deal was because he didn't have a passport or something weird, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it was because he, to his country, on on his flight over, his country went into war. Yeah. And he technically didn't have a country to go to, go to sure. or something like that. Yeah, something weird like that. Anywho, props props to the dude for being able to do that. I mean, uh, no job, no money, bumming shit off of people in the airport. Look, I think the last thing people <laughs> want to do in the airport is feed other people because that shit's expensive there. Yeah, who's like, here's an $11 pretzel, dude? Yeah. And, uh, man, where did he, like, okay, so... Uh, last year, uh, the year before, whatever, when I met Schwarzenegger and I, uh, flew back overnight in, uh, from LA, 
I slept for a brief time in the airport, and it was only brief because it was in the airport and it sucked. So mm-hmm. I have no idea how people sleep in a fucking airport. Terrible. Terrible. The seats, they make them, I think, purposely uncomfortable so that you can't sleep in there. <laughs> well, you got all your stuff there, and, like, yeah. well, somebody could just come take your shit. Well, I had a, a backpack, but that was it. it wasn't yeah, work. how do you wash your clothes for three months? Ooh, that's good. The he did the fucking, bathroom, bro. Did he, do they have okay, showers you, in uh, Chicago? Did he what? Did he sink wash his balls? I have no idea, man. Do they have showers in uh, Chicago? I, I don't think so. No. Ooh, yeah, well, they do if you have one of those, like if you're in the Amex Lounge or like yeah. the mm-hmm. United Sky Club. So yeah, maybe, he's, Club maybe he snuck in there once or twice. Right. Did some laundry. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you can get some free food in there too. Got some free yeah. food in a shower. Shout up some <laughs> business travelers and got the, the membership. So so they caught him. Did they send him on to LA or what? They just kicked him out? What's the what happened? I Do you think know? They took him into custody. Yeah, I believe he is incarcerated. Why? What? That's not illegal. Bro, he was a brown dude hanging out in an airport. What do you think? Was oh, you happen? didn't say that. You didn't say that. No. <laughs> we, need, we need to be realistic about these things. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't go to jail because he was at the airport. He went to jail. He was at, the <laughs> at the airport. Living at, at the airport. airport. Yeah. yeah. What did, did they really take him into custody? What's the story? Yeah. Let me. I'm looking up what oh. what it's for. Uh, felony criminal trespass to a restricted area of an airport. And misdemeanor charges. So I guess they caught him somewhere he wasn't supposed okay. to be. Okay. Oh, what an idiot. So he got yeah. too confident. Yeah, he got a little too comfortable. Because I think you could, I mean, you can stay in an airport. Yeah, so he went, he was like, fuck it, I'm going to go hide back here. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dude, what? Looks like he stole somebody's ID badge that got him into places he wasn't supposed uh, to go. Yeah. Right. Oh, That's, okay. But here's yeah. the thing that gets me. Here's the thing that gets me. You would have more of a chance running around a fucking airport with millions of people coming through it yes. during, you know, any given day, you know, a month, let's just say, okay, versus just getting on a flight and going back to where you need to go. Or just How, rent like, a fucking car and go home. Yeah. I mean, that's not a fun, I mean, no long drive, but. You're you're literally seeing new people breathing that air and coughing and sneezing (laughs) for three months straight. That's the worst place to be. Yeah, Yeah, you should have taken the one flight home and called it good. (laughs) Right. Well, he could have also applied to work for TSA and just (laughs) just stayed stayed there. Or he could have applied for an Amex credit card or like a, U- a United credit card and gotten access to those lo- those lounges. I, I don't believe that happened. No, man. <laughs> you mean this guy didn't have a great plan? <laughs> <laughs> Guess not. What? Uh, so Chicago O'Hare Airport was the number one in number of passengers from 1963 to 1998, which is a damn long time. Uh, but now it's third. Third. Atlanta and Los Angeles are both ahead. Bro, 
that, that Atlanta airport is Ugh. stupid. Like, there's it has subways. I mean, you understand Ooh. what I'm saying? Like, they forget about it. And Maybe. anytime I fly anywhere, I fly through Atlanta. It's it's just the hub for everything. Maybe that's why he didn't want to go to L.A., because he knew he was at the third busiest instead of the busiest. Well, L.A.'s number two. Oh. Well, just, but still busier. Just second busiest. <laughs> So he was safer in Chicago than L.A. (laughs) So we've talked about this a little bit, and I know we want to wrap up soon, but we talked about this a little bit, but I'm going to say it again as COVID continues to be very, you know, deadly or however you want to look at it. But I am almost positive that all of us that were at TPE were literally on the first wave of COVID coming to the U S and I know it came a little bit earlier than that, but I just remember, man, like all of the people that got sick after, after TPE, they were going to their doctors and their doctors were telling them you have some kind of virus. We don't know what it is. And man, it's just like, when was that? It's crazy. Uh, end of January. Okay. Last year. Yeah. Dude, I think it's highly possible. I, I've said on the podcast as well, our office at work, we went through, uh, it was like early March, but everybody had some weird something. Most yeah. Everybody went to the doctor pretty much and was negative for the flu and it was some weird virus and here's some meds. <laughs> Hope you get better. Yeah, I, mean, I, I went in, I went to the doctor, and yeah, negative flu, gave me some meds. Cough, really bad cough. I can't remember if I lost my uh, taste and smell, but it wasn't that uh, that known at that point, so. Mm-hmm. It's tough because a lot of people don't have any taste to begin with. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Anybody that smokes, uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Certain brands. Go on. <laughs> so, next week? Yeah. <laughs> Better believe it. All right, guys. Have a good one. All right, gentlemen. See ya. Peace. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>